Welcome to the Spiritual Boss Babe Podcast. If you're a woman who is ready to step into your power and manifest a life and business that sets your soul on fire, then you are in the right place. I'm your host, Stephanie Bellinger, and I'm a mindset and success coach for spiritual entrepreneurs. I am obsessed with helping my fellow soul sisters shine their light and live out their purpose so they can experience more magic in everyday life. We all have a special purpose here and we're meant to share our message and gifts with the world. You deserve to be fully supported emotionally, spiritually, and financially from doing your soul's work. Together, we can make a massive impact in the world and it's time. So let's do this. You guys, I am so excited for today's episode to introduce you to one of my awesome friends, Alejandra Crisafuli. She is an amazing life and business coach. She was actually named the best coach by Corporate America's 2016 Boardroom Elite Rewards. Alejandra is basically the pioneer of the coaching industry and has coached and trained clients across the globe for the past 15 years. She is well known for her engaging and compelling style and her custom designed coaching programs. And as a result, she's served over 1,400 coaching clients that have achieved so much success in their personal lives and with their business. So I'm so excited to bring her on and talk about some really cool things, actually. We are not just talking about business stuff, but we're going to get deep into 3D versus 5D manifestation, which is super fascinating and something I've been totally nerding out on lately. So I'm so excited (laughs) for you guys to listen to this episode. And without further ado, let's welcome Alejandra onto the show. So welcome, Alejandra. I am so excited to have you in today's episode, and I can't wait Likewise. to- Likewise. <laughs> it's so exciting. So um, I guess we'll start off. Um, I, I know, I know, well, I already know a lot about you, but <laughs> I think it's really interesting that you started your coaching business before it was like this huge- booming thing online. And I would love to hear your journey of like how you got into coaching and what really inspired you to do all the awesome things you're doing now with your business and serving over 1400 clients and just slaying at life. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Um, it's, it, it, it really is interesting because when I look back, I'm like, dang, 15 years? That's a long time. And yeah, I, you could say I was like a pioneer in the, in the industry. So what initially got me into the industry is I actually have a business background. And so I was more under the realm of like business consultant. But as I was working with clients on their business, I was starting to recognize that, hello, no system, no structure will actually have your business change unless you yourself are working. And so it started opening up this whole mindset around, okay, there's like this, the structure part that's needing, but why aren't these businesses totally succeeding? Um, And this human element of like, it's themselves and whatever's going on internally. And it was right about the same time that I was in a major breakdown personally myself. Like I lived in fear. I lived in anxiety. I had like 
about $40,000 of debt at the time. I was a single mother, you know, I was living paycheck to paycheck or really client to client. It was bad. It was like, there was a lot of shit going on personally for me. And so as I started recognizing this part of, okay, it's not really the system that's missing for this business. It's the person running it. And I myself am experiencing the same thing. Like, hello, it's me in my business. And why isn't that working? And so it took me on this path, this like quest of figuring out the answers. And of course, you know, traditionally, therapy was the way to go Mm. back then, since coaching wasn't as mainstream as it is now. and, And recognizing like, I'm the one that needs the work or to be fixed and I'm seeing it in these clients that I'm working with, then okay, I'm gonna go see a therapist and fix myself, which was an, an interesting journey for me. Um, it was really more about just, you know, telling and talking about stuff, which felt good at first to get it out, but then it was just talking about stuff for me, my experience anyhow. Yeah. And and then it came to, okay, let's put you on medication because you're not progressing well or you're still depressed or you're still in anxiety. So let's go down the path of medicine. And that just didn't make sense to me. Mm. And I was just going to say, I don't even really resonate with the whole word fix even because <laughs> I, no. you know, at the like, you may think that like you need to fix yourself and you need to do all this stuff, but it's, it's really not about fixing anything. It's just about growth and expansion and stepping into your truth and remembering who you are and healing. Absolutely. Oh my gosh. Absolutely. <laughs> right. We are not broken, but back then, that was like the mentality of Mm. there's something wrong with you and you need to fix it. And the person who will help you do that is like the therapist, you know, or the counselor. I feel like that was so much more of the direction culturally of what you did when you felt that way. Right. So So, what was like the biggest breakthrough for you, for you during that time to get you out of that place? It was my therapist saying, I think we need to put you on medication. Mm-hmm. And I was like, hell no, no. <laughs> Why? Like there's got to be another answer. So it was really this like strong, powerful, intuitive. No, that is not the answer. And there has got to be something else. And actually listening to that intuition was my biggest turning point. So Knowing that there was something else and hearing that, no, don't you dare get on medication. That's not the answer. And then the second part of it is actually having the guts, the courage to follow through on that and and go on a quest, if you will, of finding the answer. Like there had to be something else. And, And of course there was. So that's when I was introduced to life coaching. I actually had a client who took me to an event. And it was a business event. And I was kind of like, oh, I'm going to go check out the competition. <laughs> and while I was there, there, they, there was a specific speaker who talked about if you aren't working, then your business isn't working. And, and that was like the exact thing that I was tapping into and beginning to recognize. And by the end of that class, I was totally in tears, like completely connecting to everything 
that was being shared and was like, this is what I've been looking for. This is the answer. Wow. So basically if you aren't working on yourself, you aren't, your business isn't working. Is that what she meant? Yeah. Yep. Yeah. You are your business. And yeah. if you're not working, then your business isn't going to be working. It makes total and sense. Your business, but like your love life, your health, everything, like it all connects back to us. Wow. So yeah. yeah. That took me then on the path of becoming a life coach. You know, and back then it was all very general. You were a life coach or you were a business coach or you were both. And um, how long ago was that? So that was like, 15 years ago. Wow. Mm-hmm. Damn, you have a lot of experience. It's awesome because a lot of the people that are going to be, that are listening to this are coaches and other coaches and healers are aspiring to um, become coaches and mainly in the online space. Is there like, what, what are some like tips you would give people who are just starting out? So this is such a key part for coaches not to have to struggle. And, oh, okay. Two things that I, I really want to talk about and mm-hmm. focus in on, because this is such the key part of you do not have to struggle in your coaching business. And by struggle, I mean, you know, we, we all get into this industry and in wanting to help. Like we have an innate gift that we recognize. People are often telling us like give such great advice or they're coming to us for help. And then you start really connecting from that soul heart centered place of like, yeah, this is what I want to do. This is what I'm meant to do. Mm. But then comes that leap of how do you turn that into an actual business and generate an income, an income that feels good and feels in alignment with your worth and your value and that you can actually, you know, live off of and and thrive off of, not just survive, completely thrive. And I find that a lot of coaches do really struggle with understanding that you can create impact and make massive income. And that doesn't equal something bad. And that doesn't equal something wrong. That actually equals you standing in your sovereign self and valuing your own worth with unwavering commitment. Mm, I love the way you put that. Yeah. So these two things that really come up is one, 3D thinking and and realm versus 5D thinking and realm. So it's a fairly new conversation that's coming up around these different dimensions, although obviously there's been, these dimensions have existed Mm -hmm. forever, you know, throughout time. We just, as human beings, weren't tapping into them, you know, quantum physics and things like that of like, wow, that's complicated. So not even going to go there. Um, (laughs) I love this stuff. (laughs) I know we do. It's such a key part of like it's, it's metaphysical science, it's spiritual science, um, it's spiritual law, and and it works differently than human law. Mm-hmm. So that's the first piece for coaches to understand that there is a difference between three D and five D, and. In struggling, it's most likely because you're coming from a 3D mindset, a 3D reality, and you weren't even aware of it. Mm. Can you explain the difference for people whom this might be new to? Absolutely. So the third dimension is what we as human beings live in. So it's the physical realm. 
And in this third dimension, we see ourselves as a separate entity in comparison to other people and to the universe. It's very rooted in the physical world. So in that, we actually seek happiness outside of ourselves, things like, you know, money, material possessions, relationships, physical attributes seem to be really key to our fulfillment in that aspect. The biggest one to really hone in on and understand with me is that in that reality, you place labels. So ego very much so lives in the third dimension, and it places labels to define ourselves and also others and things. Mm. So, for example, um, oh, and one other key thing to mention about it, it's all based on limitation. It all functions out of time and space. So 3D is very limited because we work within a certain time frame, 24 hours in a day, mm-hmm. and we work within a certain structure or space that we don't understand how to actually expand our space. So for example, some 3D thinking that coaches tend to veer to is like, oh, it's going to take me time to develop my business. or It's going to take me a lot of time to find my ideal clients, or it's going to take me time to figure out how to market myself. I have to work really hard to make the money that I want to make. That's a big or one. Huge one. Yes. I need to have several sales calls in order to get one client. I have to do um, speaking engagements and a daily Facebook post like three or four times a day in order to get one sales call. You know, like those are all examples of of a 3D type thinking. So 5D, it's just like yummy. I'm so excited (laughs) to hear your explanation. I'm like, I'm like sitting on the edge of my seat. (laughs) Okay, so the 5D is the fifth dimension. And the fifth dimension is where unity consciousness exists. It's where I am the one. You are the one. It's where we live in no constraint whatsoever. It's where our spirit actually lives. Um, It's where we really understand the truth of what we are and the truth of what we are being. I am God, like I am everything. And because of that, I don't actually have to create a reality where I have all my desires. I, that reality already exists in the fifth dimension. So it's nothing that you have to create. It already exists there. And there is no limitation. It's completely expansive. Yeah, no, I was just going to say um, in that place, like living by truth, you no longer attach to any kind of labels or judgment. You see yourself as the one consciousness, meaning God, source, spirit, whatever you believe in or call that. And you begin or not begin, like you are in truth, like really acknowledging that you are a magician. Like this is where magic happens. So how would you like merge the two? Or good question. Yeah, totally good question. Let me share some since I shared some three D thinking. Can I share some five D thinking? Yeah, totally. Will be so five D time doesn't exist. Therefore, I already am wealthy. Like time doesn't exist. I already have 
all the clients in the business that I not only have imagined, but beyond my imagination. Because imagination only goes so far because we're using our human self to imagine. So this is like even beyond what you can imagine. Other ways of thinking for coaches in this realm is like my clients are already blueprinted to me. So I don't have to sell anything. It's my energy that speaks, not my words that attract my school clients. There's no need for anything as I already have it. Oh, I like that. Mm-hmm. So that's some 5D thinking. I like that a lot. Because people get so stuck. I mean, it's so easy to get stuck in the ego voice in the 3D stuff. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. I mean, mainly because we view ourselves to be that rather than the truth of what we are, mm-hmm. which is this sovereign being that actually exists in this fifth dimensional realm and beyond. So far, humans have discovered up to 12 dimensions. And we're just now starting to know what the fifth dimension is. but you know, there's the seventh dimension people talk about and the 10th and the 11th. So it's like (laughs) in the 12th dimension, I have a cup of water right in front of me. Like in that 12th dimension, what it would mean is that I could make this go away. Like the physical form I could actually make go away. Kind of like matrix. Oh, wow. You know, it reminds me of like a freaking mushroom journey. (laughs) (laughs) That's awesome. Yeah. I'm always like, I'm on level seven right now. And now I'm like, maybe, yeah. I'm, maybe I'm talking about dimensions when I think that. Uh, yeah. I mean, this is the key. It's like coaches understood this. So for myself personally, and being able to close that gap, which we'll talk about because you asked that question in a second here, you know, how do you get from the third to the fifth? But in being able to close that gap in my own business, I was able to make $37,000 in two weeks. That's amazing. Just like that. And and here's the coolest part of it. I didn't do a sales page for it. I didn't do a whole like funnel series. I didn't do a ton of marketing. Um, I didn't like have to JV partner or email campaign myself to death trying to figure out you know what are the 10 emails I need to send out and it's I I don't I don't do well with all that stuff (laughs) yeah most don't because it's like we're, we're functioning out of this illusion our untruth of the 3d all that shit is 3d stuff and it doesn't really get you the results that you're looking for. I should, well, I shouldn't say that. It works really well for others, um, for many people, but there's a whole lot of effort that has to go into it for it to work. Mm. And you can definitely let things be easier (laughs) if you're in the 5D is what you're saying. Oh yeah, it is ease. There's no, there's no work there because we're not limited by the human constraints of our own belief and lower personalities or our lower self, our shadows, like all different ways to, to say that. And the reason why I'm bringing like the money part up, I shared one of my examples. Another example is um, a client that I worked with, one phone call with her playing in the 5D. She had three new clients in one day. Wow. From three sales calls. So she closed at 100 out of 100%. So what is like the happens? Like, you know, like, how do you, how do you really master this? (laughs) Great question. Okay. Okay. The simplest way I can describe it is is this. 
you can't get from the third to the fifth without having these two core principles in place. And I know it's something that all of you have heard of before, but these are the two core principles, surrender and trust. Mm-hmm. Those are what most people struggle with too. Yeah, surrender mm-hmm. and trust. Mm-hmm. And I talk a lot about quantum leaps versus quantum flight. So, you know, a lot of people talk about like having growth and 10xing your business or, you know, 3xing, making a major massive impact. So that's another way to say quantum leaps, like making quantum leaps in, in your business. And that's great and all, but quantum leaps tend to happen more in the 3D because it's a lot of energy and work that goes into it. For example, like literally think about quantum leaping or leaping period. You have to muster up a whole lot of effort and energy to be able to like leap up, you know, leap forward and up. Mm -hmm. That takes a lot of energy. But it also means that if you're going up, you're going to come back down again. True. And then you have to muster up all that energy and effort again to be able to leap up again. But then eventually you're going to have to come back down. And then you've got to muster up energy to go back up again and come back down. So it's like this constant up and down and up and down and up and down. And again, that's great and all, but there are many, many people out there that are like myself after 15 years. It's exhausting to keep leaping up and down like that. Yeah, I bet. You know, I... I I've been through my moments of feeling like I need to work like all the time (laughs) and uh, it's kind of like a constant thing that I that comes up and I kind of have to work on a little bit you know the whole like okay like just chill and have fun and you don't need to constantly be creating. (laughs) Mm, Um, So true oh my gosh that just brought something up that we should totally talk about. Yeah. Um, I'm going to write it down so we can finish this other thought and then we'll come back to that because that was totally. so perfect. <laughs> um, so quantum flight, you don't come down. It's like literally flying. You just glide and, down. Uh, yeah, exactly. <laughs> but like literally think of an airplane. Like if you're getting on an airplane to fly, what does it take? Surrender and trust. You know, you have to totally surrender the pilot to the pilot and the plane and all the functioning pieces on it and trust that it's going to get you to your destination safely. I love that analogy. <laughs> right? Like there's nothing you can do once you sit your bum on that seat. All you can do is surrender and trust. And that's exactly what we're talking about here. And the level of, I had used this word earlier, unwavering commitment means that there's no other option. There's There's no no, plan. Exactly. Like, this is it, and that's it. There's nothing else. But we operate from our lower personalities, which are just fear archetypes that, I don't know, people may not know what, so the fear archetypes, there's four. There's the child, there's the prostitute, there's the saboteur, and there's the victim. So those are our lower personalities. And they completely have you waver all the time, especially in coaching, because we're dealing with um, people's lives, people's business, and money. 
money is such a huge trigger for everyone, positively, negatively, like, I mean, you start talking about money, and I think sometimes that's even more charged than, like, politics and religion and, you know. And that's a big thing that people need to work on, especially as an entrepreneur, the whole money mindset stuff. Absolutely. Yeah. And feeling yeah. worthy of receiving it too. I think that's another part of this process is like actually allowing yourself to receive. Mm-hmm. Yep. Well, I guess you that would trust. Trust. Yeah. And, and worthiness. Yeah. Oh, for sure. Valuing yourself. The biggest thing I see coaches do and, and myself included doing that for so many years. Uh, and it's not a fun word at all to think of, but it's prostitution, like literally selling yourself, selling your value for the sake of approval, for the sake of security, mm. for the sake of safety. You know, like, so for example, if you're like, okay, I'm going to start charging 10000 for my services because I know I'm worth it. I know the results I get for my clients. And I've been doing this too long now that I, I need to start charging this higher price point. Mm-hmm. So like, oh, you're you're saying not, not to increase your price. No, I'm saying to commit to it with unwavering um, commitment, value, worth. Mm. We decide to charge this higher price. We then get on the phone with a client. We share the value of the coaching, let's say 10,000 and the client's like, oh God, okay. I wasn't expecting it to be that much. And then you start wavering and going, oh my gosh, shoot, okay, well, maybe I could discount it. Or, right, oh, shoot, I don't want to lose this person because I really need some money. And maybe, oh, you know, yeah, I I could use them as like a little bit of a test and do this new work I'm working on. So maybe I'll say something like, okay, well, how about, what can you do? You know, and you just prostituted yourself there. And you wavered rather than sticking to like, nope, it's 10,000. That's what it's worth that's what your life is worth Mm -hmm. and if that's not fitting with you then I'm not the right coach for you I love that and you make such a good point because I feel like a lot of people do that so many so many and that's just one example of how we like prostitute ourselves yeah but yeah so those are those like lower personalities and fear archetypes that will totally get in our way of surrendering and trust. And then we'll fall back into that 3D pattern of quantum leaping and getting exhausted. And burnt out. And then not inspired to do anything. (laughs) Exactly. Mm, Speaking from experience. Quite a journey, right? Like you learn all these things. Yeah, yeah. So that thought that had come up, because this is also another key part of getting to the 5D is the masculine and feminine energy within us and having a synergistic relationship between those two energies. People Mm. typically, like this isn't a new concept, like it's something that coaches or people have talked about, like the masculine and the feminine. But the, the piece that's missing is understanding that there's two forms to both energies. There's a bully masculine and a divine masculine. There's a needy feminine and a divine feminine. Mm. So in the 3D, we typically fall under the bully masculine and the needy feminine. So like when you were talking about like having to constantly create and reminding yourself that you don't have to do that, 
that's your bully masculine because the masculine is the provider. The feminine is the receiver and the creator. Mm. So if the feminine, (laughs) if the feminine's like, listen, um, I want us to make 20,000 this month. And, and the masculine's like, cool. Okay. uh, I'll go out and do that. Like that's how it is in the divine energies the 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 feminine is like yep this is what i want so it's very sovereign like that sovereign energy that knows her values and worth and is just declaring this is what i want to create this is my desire this is my dream and the divine masculine is like heck yeah i want to give that to you woman (laughs) (laughs) i so it like gives me chills to even think about giving you that you know what i'm going to give you even more than that (laughs) <laughs> and this is all within ourselves <laughs> all within ourselves exactly but the needy feminine is usually what we're falling under in that 3d lower archetype or lower self personalities and the needy feminine is like we're not making enough money this doesn't feel good like i'm totally tired you never <laughs> listen to me you don't give me what i want you're not giving it to me quickly enough and then the bully is like, well, screw you. I'm just going to go sit on the couch. Like, if you don't, if you're not in adoration or grateful for what I'm bringing you, then cool. I'm grabbing my chips and I'm sitting down. Oh, my God. Such an awesome way you explain that. Yeah. Because I have totally been there. Oh, my gosh. Like, <laughs> <laughs> just sit on the couch. So, mm-hmm. Exactly. Yes. and. You know, again, getting to that that place of the divine energies, feminine and masculine, not only takes surrendering and trust, but alchemizing those lower personalities and, and sending the message that there's a new sheriff in town and that's your true self. That's who you've always been. That's what you always are. It's the you that exists in the spiritual realm. It's the, your higher conscious self. You know, when people talk about intuition or even channeling, like most of the time, yes, we can channel other angels or beings or uh, beings of light, but a lot of it is our higher self that's already existing in that fifth dimension and beyond going, hey, you know, this is where we need to be. Yeah, it's funny that you say that because I just just, uh, did hypnotherapy and holotropic breath work a few times Mm -hmm. last month. And uh, I saw this woman, she's amazing. I'm probably going to have her on here too. (laughs) But she was saying that um, like, yeah, you can channel angels and all that stuff, but um, actually give yourself some credit because most of the time it's freaking you. (laughs) So just like own it instead of like, um, I'm not saying you can't channel like spirits and stuff, but a lot of times it is you. And it's like, like, just, just own that goes in in line with trusting yourself too like okay maybe you know i am just freaking speaking from my heart right oh thank you for saying that this may be i don't know kind of a controversial conversation maybe for people who like (laughs) really feel like they're channeling other spirits and angels and entities of, of the light but i feel like so often we actually give our authority to those voices if you will versus ourselves you know like this is great for sales calls this is a good tip for sales calls for coaches or anyone really but you know 
in a sales conversation, you're going to meet people lower self archetypes. And then you're going to get to really having some breakthrough, which most coaches have like their own very special, unique gifts. And they're bringing that genius to the sales call. But the moment we actually get to the point of like, okay, so are we going to enter into this agreement on to coaching? And here's the amount that what ends up happening is a potential client will be like, well, I need to think about it or I need to talk to my, you know, angels or my channels or I need to pray about it. Yeah, meditate um, on it. <laughs> yeah, meditate on it. Or even like talk to my husband about it or my wife. But all of those things, that's great and all, but you still have to be the sovereign authority in your decision making. Otherwise, you're going to keep giving your value, which is still prostituting itself, to something else. Mm-hmm. It's kind of like, you know, friends think of it as like they're friends giving you advice. They're showing you things that you need to know, but your higher self is still the one that needs to decide is this true or not. Yeah. And listen to your body too. Like, yeah, I always, you know, like if you really want to do something, people really want to invest in a coach, like listen to your body and never lies. Yeah, absolutely. Even when it's scared, it's like, you know, when you have a gut feeling to do something. Yeah. Well, the, the fear will have to be there if you're doing any kind of growth, especially the, the quantum flight we're talking about into the 5D, because the human part of you is like, holy shit, wait, what? <laughs> what are you going to do? Uh, yeah, I don't understand that place. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, and I think the, the last biggest piece of like, for now in this short conversation of, about the 5D and getting there is really owning your shadow self mm-hmm. or self because there's many shadows that exist. I love that you're talking us. about this because I feel like so many people live in the um, the positive thinking side of things and I'm all for positive thinking, but like when you do that shadow work, the deep uncomfortable work, that's when the most change happens. Mm-hmm. Yes, so true. Um, and here's the like shadow gets such a bad rap because it's looked at as dark and even the dark gets a bad rap because we look at it as like evil or bad or wrong but again that's all the 3d because we're placing labels on it instead of just seeing shadow for what it is and the way that that i look at shadow is that it's the light that has betrayed itself so shadow is the light that's betrayed itself and it's stored your power energy into your unconscious so that you don't have to be aware of it. So you don't have to own it. Mm. Um, in other words, it's like masked light. That's a really interesting. Way to look at it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. A really great way to uncover some of your key core shadows is through looking at what you have been called out on in your life that you would normally have just, avoided or um, like slithered away from or been like in the place of denial around it. And what I mean by those things of like what you've been called out on your whole life, things like, you know, you're selfish if you've been called out by your your mom or parent or just people like you're so selfish. Like that's something you're being called out on. That's a shadow or um, that, you know, you're dumb 
or you're stubborn or you're sneaky or you're a liar or fake, you're a fraud. Like those are all things that are stuff you've been called out on in your life and you've been trying to avoid being those things and taking on like a Pollyanna kind of thing, that positive that you were talking about. Mm -hmm. rather than embracing it and getting to a place of owning it because this is like the mind-blowing part of shadow is like that's where our genius is that's where gold like true gold lives in the shadow because that's our genius and as a coach that is the best way to uncover what our genius is and the transformation that we give clients is through those shadows And, and in what way well so for example i've been called out on that i'm sneaky Like that's been a part of my shadow since my childhood. Mm. And it was something that I would just like, oh my God, never, ever wanted to show anyone. And if someone had actually said it to me, my cheeks would turn red, my palms would start sweating. And I'd be like, holy shit, again, like they, they see me and oh my God, I'm awful. I'm so bad, you know, um, but Part of being sneaky has the gold in that is that it allowed me to become an inventor. So Mm. I would invent things that are just so out of the norm, which is why I'm so great at being a coach, because I can invent things through people's Um, seeing people's pain and not having this like one size fits all mentality. And through that invention, I've been able to guide people deeper and further, but without recognizing the sneaky, I wasn't able to recognize the inventor that I am and the Mm -hmm. gold in that and my genius in it. You know, another Mm -hmm. example is I've been called out on being selfish. And so in owning that I'm selfish without the label in the 5D realm, because of that selfish, I command. I have a very commanding presence and energy. And because of that, I can command people's dark shadow to come out in a very safe way. But it's like, you're not getting away. We're like freaking going there. <laughs> Wow. So those are some examples. So what if like um, you're called out on something that like doesn't resonate with you or isn't really true? Well, like, if you were like stupid or something, okay. like something that holds you it, back. Just curious. Like, yeah, no, great questions. If you weren't going to put a label on it, then you might explore it more deeply and begin to see that there is truth in it. and. The more you're able to like, okay, could this be true? Like getting curious about it rather than immediately going, no, that's not me. You might find that there, if it's not the exact word, there's an element of it energetically that is the same. To be curious and open enough to see that maybe it is true and you've just been in denial of it because it's something that's painful if you actually looked at. All right. So Alejandra, can you, to end this up, give us... A, like some tangible things that people could do to shift from that 3D to 5D in their business and in their life so that they can start to manifest with more ease? Mm-hmm. Yep, absolutely. So one thing 
is so probably against <laughs> your 3D thinking. So this might be challenging, but that's awesome. Like I challenge you to do this. And it's actually to say no to things rather than saying yes. And the reason why I say it probably goes against what you think is because there's a lot of work out there of like, yes, you're supposed to say yes and have, you know, a yes year kind of thing or a yes life. And yes, that's all great. As long as you are honoring your value and not going down that prostitute path of like selling yourself for the sake of approval or security. And that's what I mean by like saying no. So say no to things that are not valuing your value or valuing your values. Or no to things that you're just not aligned with too. Well, that's exactly what that means. Yeah. 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 So you might find yourself saying no more often than not. And that doesn't mean you're closing off your energy to receive. It actually means you're opening up your energy to receive because you're saying no to things that would only have fed your lower self personality. I like that. And yeah, yeah. So the second tangible is to actually know what your values are and, and, making a list of like your top 10, what I call core values. So we have human values and we have core values. Human values change throughout life. For example, if I had asked you, what do you value most in your life when you were 10 years old, you would have very different answers than you have today as an adult. So our human values change. Core values come from our being self, our spirit, our soul, the one that lives in that 5D realm. Mm. And this can sometimes be challenging to get to on your own, but, you know, just test it out. And, and of course, you know, uh, if you need help, reach out, get the help you need to figure out what your core values are. Uh, but write down this statement and it'll help. The, what I value most in my life is. Mm, good assignment. Or you, yeah. Or good journaling prompt. To like, what's that? I said good journaling prompt. Oh, totally. Or you can flip it and, and do what I value most in my business is. Love it. Mm-hmm. Okay. And then the next thing has to do with what we were just talking about around the shadow of self. And I like, again, challenge you. Challenge yourself to actually look at those things that you have been called out in your life. And use curiosity as a way to see truth. And this is so uncomfortable, but that's what it takes to alchemize and shed your 3D thinking and step into the five. You have to completely obliterate those personalities in order to get to that 5D. And I I just, I can't say enough about if you're able to just look for the truth by getting curious, your genius is going to show itself. So you'll get that added bonus and you're going to find things so much more easeful because you won't be triggered or hijacked mm-hmm. by those things you're called out on. And you'll be able to like have a perspective shifts and slow down before like you react and respond. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Love it. Love it yeah, so good, much. Yes. I well, feel like thank I have to you. give one more. Yeah, yeah, go ahead. I said three, one more. 
because it, it connects to what we talked about, the masculine and the feminine. <laughs> so just start paying attention to your, in, um, what's actually what's happening. If you're in a relationship with someone else, like, you know, my husband, he's such a great mirror of what's happening with my masculine self. So I know if I'm saying things like, oh, I don't trust you to that. That's me talking to my own masculine thing. I don't trust you to provide me with what I desire. And vice versa, if your husband, let's say, is telling you or your partner, male, female, whichever one, is telling you something like, listen to me. Can you just listen, please? That means that you're not listening to that female part of yourself, the divine female who's like, I want to create this. I, I see it. I see it in the future. And the masculine has to trust that and go, okay, I don't see it, but I'm going to go get it for you. So listen to what is happening externally between the male and female dynamic relationships in your life. Even if it's, you're not married or in a partnership, look at friends, uh, family members. You could look at your dad, your brother. You could look at your sister, your mom. Those relationships are all key ways to find out what's going on internally between your masculine and feminine. And are you in the needy and the bully or the divine and the divine? I love that. It's very interesting. Mm-hmm. Way to look at it. Man, you gave so much value today, so much awesomeness. I'm like going to go on a binge, like uh, looking in more into the 5D stuff. <laughs> Nice. Nerd out on it. Totally. <laughs> well, thank you so much for your time, Alejandra. This was like really awesome. Um, yeah, my pleasure. Thank yeah. you. So where can people like find you, connect with you, anything that you want to share for, for those who like want to know more about who you are and what you do? Go ahead. Yeah. Yeah. I think the best place to get to know me and my work and connect is on my Facebook group, The Accelerated Entrepreneur. And in that Accelerated Entrepreneur group, like this is what we're talking about, is this 5D realm and beyond. And that's definitely the best way to connect and to know more about my work. And I just am launching this new program because, you know, I I do work. I, I have a high value price point after 15 years and all the value and results I get my clients. But not everyone is at that place. So I've decided that I'm gonna do a one day accelerated coach VIP virtual retreat. And it's gonna be again, all of this 5D realm specifically connected to your sales and your marketing as a coach. And the investment is super, super doable for anyone but you can find all that info on the accelerated entrepreneur as well. Okay. Awesome. And I'll leave the links in the show notes too. Even if you want to leave like a, 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 give me a direct link to that too. I'll put it uh, in the show notes. So it's easy for everyone to find too. Perfect. Awesome. Well, thank you again so much and I'll talk to you soon. Sounds good. Thank you. Bye. Bye. Bye.
Thank you so much for listening to today's episode. If you loved what you heard, please be sure to leave a review on iTunes and hit the subscribe button. If you want extra motivation to manifest a life and business that you're obsessed with, then find me on Instagram at the spiritual boss babe or visit spiritualbossbabe.com. I love you and appreciate you so, so much. And I'll see you in the next episode. I hope you have a magical day. Thank you.